Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hello, hello. Nice to be back in studio after a really good live program yesterday front of a live audience in the Philly Burbs where we hosted Vivek Ramaswamy. I'll share some perspective on that event yesterday. We also had Governor Doug Burgum here yesterday from North Dakota, which was pretty cool. So good day yesterday. Looking forward to a good day today. Let me begin this way. A surprise ending, I think, to yesterday's polling question. Do you agree with Mark Cuban that for companies to be considered woke in the U.S. is actually good business. He said that to our friend Selena Zito. And guess what? 19,290 votes cast, two-thirds, 66.93% agreed with Mark Cuban. The recent episode of Anheuser-Busch and Target notwithstanding. Today's poll question, I'll get to this in a little bit. If your safety could be assured, which trip is more on your bucket list. Again, your safety is assured in my hypothetical. Traveling into space or visiting the Titanic? But first, I want to say this. Everything you've heard about the Hunter plea deal is wrong. And I know what you've heard. You've heard the usual from the usual suspects. Arguments that it's too lenient. Arguments that it's appropriate and justice for all. Uh, For example, the New York Post suiting up in its usual jersey, it reeks. Because if this were truly all Hunter is guilty of, it wouldn't have taken this long or be shrouded in so much mystery. I do agree with the Post that for this outcome, it never should have taken so long. Then there's the Washington Post, quote, experts say it's rare for federal prosecutors to pursue an illegal gun possession charge in an instance like this, unless it's in connection with a violent crime. The sitting president's son being held accountable for underpaying his taxes illustrates that no one is above the law in the U.S. The right leaning Wall Street Journal editorial page, quote, in any case, is that all there is? What about the Biden's family income windfall from Hunter's foreign business deals? House and Senate Republicans have documented dozens of suspicious financial transactions related to Hunter's overseas business while his father was vice president. The evidence includes a web of shell companies that appear to have funneled large sums of cash to Hunter and other Biden family members. My view, the gun and tax details are almost secondary to what really drives this story. And what I think drives this story is that families are complicated. Above all else, this is a story about addiction. And I think that 
the core of it, Hunter's problems with addiction, explains Joe's willingness to teeter on the brink of influence peddling. And that's not an excuse for Joe. I'm offering it more as an explanation in in the same way that, you know, I like to sit here and hypothesize, like, what drove Trump, despite subpoena, despite the search, despite the cajoling and requests, why didn't he hand back that material? I like to wonder what really drove the Biden story. I mean, why would he put himself, the president, the then vice president, in a position of flying on Air Force Two, knowing that Hunter was trying to do deals, trading on the family name, an exercise of bad judgment on both their parts? And I think the answer is that addiction's a bitch and that Joe was doing anything he could do to try and keep his son above water. Peter Baker in the New York Times today has a really interesting news and analysis and assessment under the headline for Biden. His son's troubles are painful personally and politically. There's this paragraph. Even some of the president's Democratic allies have privately said there were legitimate questions about Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China that seemed to trade on his name. Even as they emphasized that there was no evidence that his father abused his power in office as a result, they lamented that Mr. Biden had not done more to rein in his son's lucrative activities. Why didn't he rein them in? I think the reason that he didn't rein them in is because it was born of a desperate. I know some of you are going to think I'm nuts. Like, why are you going so lax on the president all of a sudden? I think that it was born of a father's desire to save his son from addiction, and he was willing to do anything to try and keep Hunter on the straight and narrow of doing business, thinking that would keep him away from drugs and whatever other demons were in his world. In, In fact, I would also point to this paragraph in the Peter Baker piece. As he wrote in Beautiful Things, his 2021 memoir, this was Hunter now, He would descend into weeks-long drug binges, smoking crack as often as every 15 minutes, and engaging in erratic, even reckless behavior, including inviting his street dealer to live with him and conducting an extramarital affair with Bo's widow, Hallie Biden. He described a life of buying crack in the middle of the night behind a gas station in Nashville, Tennessee, or craving the tiny liquor bottles in your hotel minibar while sitting in a palace in Amman with the King of Jordan. At one point when he disappeared for nearly a month, he opened his door to find his father, then the vice president. Trailed by Secret Service agents, you need help, his father said. As Hunter Biden wrote, He wouldn't leave until I agreed to do something. On another occasion, the elder Mr. Biden participated in a family intervention, ambushing Hunter to push him into treatment. When Hunter stormed out in anger, his father chased him down the driveway, grabbed him and cried. Hunter Biden has since remarried, paid the tax debt that led to Tuesday's charges and said he had turned his life around. Friends of the family said he had demonstrated fortitude, quote, Hunter has had the character to recover from his addiction and partisan political attacks to sign this settlement and begin the rest of his life, said former Senator Ted Kaufman, Democrat of Delaware and a longtime advisor to Mr. Biden. You may remember a discussion aired indirectly here 
about the Biden family and addiction. It was actually from TC After Dark, an episode from January of 2021. The president's brother, Frank or Francis. TC, do you want to say a word about this before we play it? So this was a long-ranging conversation about uh, growing up Biden, basically, and what it was like being the brother of Joe. And this is something that Frank volunteered himself. I didn't push it on him. He wanted to talk about how he would be involved in a possible Biden presidency, that he would do this not – he would be involved in addiction – not officially, but that he would help any way he could because it was so very important to him. And this is the story that he told me. But I can share something with you. I think it's important because it's going to be one of the issues that uh, I'm going to be very deeply involved in, not in an administration uh, kind of angle, but in terms of I'm asked to speak a lot. I I have a a good little uh, practice down here. I'm involved in social issues. I'm involved in environmental issues. I've got a little bully pulpit down here. And I've been involved in the recovery community for many, many years. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I never say recovered because it's a daily event. But when things were uh, were really horrific for me, when I didn't want to live because I couldn't stop drinking, Tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and failed more times than uh, I can count. My brothers and my sister never gave up on me. Never, ever. They saved my life. They saved my life. That means everything. I remember Joe and Jimmy throwing me in the back of the station wagon 25 years ago and and you know, captured me, throwing me in the back of the station wagon, and chucking a bottle of vodka in the back seat, and driving me up to the Karen Foundation. Wow! And wouldn't, yeah, and and didn't leave, didn't leave. When the president's uh, sister, when Frank and Jimmy and Joe's sister Val was in studio here with me, this was April of 2022. So this was a little more than a, a year ago. And we, we spoke about, you know, growing up Biden. I, of course, wanted to discuss Hunter in a limited way, didn't want it to be the focal point of the conversation. But I shared with her. I, I haven't listened to this. I haven't listened to this, but I, I shared. Cut, I cut what you said to her. I oh, thought oh, it was good. important. So you don't have to say okay. the whole thing. I, good. I, I wanted this is coming back from the final commercial break. Right. This is the last segment with her. And you wanted to say something that you didn't want to say without her in front of you. OK. My recollection is that it was the same as I'm trying to express today to the POTUS audience on the heels of Hunter Biden, you know, avoiding prison because of this deal that's been struck uh, in the tax and gun inquiry. Valerie Biden Owens. The book is called Growing Up Biden, a memoir. We have just a couple of moments left behind. I'm going to run the risk now of offending you, and I hope that I don't. But I want to tell you something because I don't I don't want you to leave the studio and then Frank will will tell you or Jimmy will tell you. I'd rather you you hear it from me. But it comes with nuance. So give me a chance to explain. Do I get a comeback? Of course you do. (laughs) You don't talk about Hunter as an adult in the book. And that's cool because that's really not what the book's about. And you certainly talk about Hunter and Bo. And as we just described, I want to say something about Hunter. I have a nuanced view. I have said on this radio program, so you should know this, that I don't like the way the media in the 11th hour of the campaign put the kibosh on the whole laptop issue. 
I think it should have been litigated. That's number one. That's the part you don't like. The second part is I've followed that story very carefully. And because I have followed it carefully, I think I have an insight into Joe that I otherwise would not have. And it's this. That laptop story is not about business dealings. It's about addiction. Because I got an an image, a glimpse of Joe as a father trying to save a son that I believe we are all one degree of separation Mm -hmm. away from in this country. Everybody. That I wouldn't have understood if I hadn't read all that information. So oddly, like the story that I think people wanted to protect Joe by keeping it out of the public view was a a story that gave me an insight into the president of the United States that I wouldn't have today. And when I think about and, and Joe, to me, is not a guy who wanted to line his pocket. My God, he spent his entire professional life in the public arena. He reminds me of Arlen Specter, my mentor in that regard. Joe's a dad. And anybody who's just listened to all the stories that Val Biden has told in the span of the last hour, I think would appreciate that. Now you get your comeback. Well, um, I just was looking around. This kind of vacuous after that profound statement. Thank you uh, that you just made. Do you think I make some sense? Uh, yeah, uh, I think the sense is, again, um, every single life every single family in America has either tasted or brushed up against addiction. And Hunter walked through hell, as he wrote in his memoir, Beautiful Things. And he was in hell for years. But he's walked out. And uh, all the Venus and all the love, but it's the love of his father and his mother and his family that, um, that was there with him all the time. And um, and it's and it's a great gift. We're lucky. We're lucky. We've got the family who whose child survived. So back in real time now. Yes, it is how I remembered it taking place April of last year with Val. I just want to say this. So big picture. I'm not I'm not defending. I'm not defending Hunter's conduct. I'm not defending uh, the gun issue. I'm not defending the tax issue. I'm not defending his attempts to trade on the family name, nor am I nor am I explaining away Joe's dropping of his guard, his own ethical guard, when I believe Hunter's on Air Force Two looking to do business and, and, and Joe should not have had him in that position. But I think I get it. I think I get it. And I think that the driver of all of this uh, is something, as Val says, that everybody's one degree of separation away from. I mean, on, on the fundamental issue, I, I love the way Mark Halpern put it today in his newsletter. Did Hunter Biden get a sweetheart deal or was he unfairly singled out? The answer to both questions is yes. And then just to return to Peter Baker in The New York Times to kind of button this up. He writes this after months of waiting and frustration for the case to be resolved. Mr. Biden was relieved to have the plea agreement settled hoping it would lift an enormous burden from his son's shoulders without triggering a relapse of his addiction problems, according to people close to him. Mr. Biden has remained publicly silent, not out of fear of political blowback, the people said, but out of concern for inflicting more torment on his son. Quote, I don't know of any parent 
who wants to see their son or family's personal or legal struggle play out so publicly for all the world to see, said Michael LaRosa, a former spokesman for Jill Biden. In the three years I worked for them on the campaign and in the White House, they never became immune to the personal assault on their family. Every smear, attack, conspiracy and lie about their son is painful and never gets old. I believe all of these things are true. I believe that Hunter Biden exercised poor judgment relative to his taxes and his lying about purchasing a gun for which he needs to be punished. Although it seems to me that to go back to Halpern's assessment, yeah, probably others would not have been singled out. But once he was singled out, he did get a sweetheart deal like all of this is true. But don't lose sight of the fact that that the the core, the crux, the uh, the impetus here is an addiction issue. That's what I see when I when I look at the the laptop images, those salacious pictures and the things that the Post loves running as often as they can. New York, not Washington. uh, That's what I see in it. It's just like sad. It's sad. Yeah, that's what I want to say. The whole damn thing is sad. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hot off the press from Maybelline, New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. The Justice Department began investigating Hunter Biden like five years ago. When Joe Biden became president, he kept the Trump-appointed investigator on the job, let the investigation play out. Five years later, it narrowed in scope. So now what are they saying? The Justice Department charged him with possessing a Colt 
Cobra revolver in Delaware back in October of 2018 while knowing that he was an unlawful user of and addicted to controlled substances. The max penalty for the gun charge, 10 years of jail, a fine of $250,000. He was also charged with a failure to timely file and pay taxes in 2017 and 2018 when by his own admission, he was in the throes of an addiction to crack cocaine episode. Not excusing any of the underlying conduct, simply trying to make the case, and I've not persuaded many of you, which is fine, that at its core, it's a story of addiction. I think that's what's driving the bus. Dave, you get to go first because I think you disagree with me, so please make your point. A little bit. Full disclosure, I have a daughter, a beautiful daughter that uh, struggles with addiction, and I stand in front of a train for her. Uh, so I, so, I really so far, I promise I promise you're going to get to finish your thought. But so far, it sounds like you're making my point. Yeah. But see, the, the problem is, is when my daughter got her DUI, she didn't have the option of making a million dollar deal uh, to line her pockets, which Joe allowed her to do. He is lining his pockets by using his uh, spot uh, to help with Hunter. Now, I'm glad Hunter gets all the help he wants. I, I would never wish this on anybody, really. You know, it is hell for a family, and we're fortunate. I have a great support system. But I held my daughter accountable and didn't go those ways and made her do things, feel it, and all that other stuff. I don't have the option like Joe did. So indirectly, he did line his pockets. I, I guess I'm just saying I can not excuse but understand his blindness to the bad judgment in allowing Hunter to be on Air Force Two knowing that Hunter is trying to trade on the ties and on the family name. I, I, I think ass- that's a big line to cross, that's all. Yeah. Well, I think that was Joe standing in front of the train. Yeah. You know, he's, he's still, he's got, every, everybody's got to be held accountable. I'm not, right. I know it's hard for me to, to say both things at once. I'm, I'm not saying, no, hey, I, let's, I, 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 let's I, I ease live up. It. Live it. I know, yeah. Yeah, get you get it. it. But the pro- you totally get the it. The problem all right, is... I, is- the problem, the problem is that when, when he goes out and spouts off about other people doing it, then I have a bit of like, well, now you're a little hypocritic. You know, when, when they say Republicans this and conservatives that, and you're doing this in the back, uh, you know, get a little smarter with what you're doing, I guess. Great show, Michael. Love you. Take care. I wish good things for your daughter. Uh, Jeff, you're in Kansas City. Quickly, if you don't mind, what did you want to say? Yeah, Michael, you bring something interesting uh, to the discussion here, which is something I think society is sorely lacking, and that's empathy. Um, and I don't think that's part of our legal system. Uh, you'd know better than I, but uh, to be empathetic. And I think that's what I'm hearing you say. And it's frankly a point that I had not pondered yet. And so thank, I just wanted to thank you for bringing it up and um, seeing if it has a place in the legal system. I think that it does. I think that it certainly does in the sentencing process when you get to take into account what what's really going on here in the big and the big picture I, I wasn't making the case that what i'm saying should i'm not saying thank you jeff i'm not saying and therefore let's go easy on hunter i'm not saying that at all i'm i'm just saying uh you know does anybody listening to the sound of my voice right now are you further than a, a degree or two of separation have you not heard similar stories I bet you have There's It's just it's rampant. It's all around us. People are struggling. People are in in need. All I'm saying is that I, I think that clouds judgment of family members who are who are seeking to help. 
Scott, you're in St. Louis, Missouri. Hi. Hi, Michael. Uh, two things really quick. Um, I think that I hear you tying yourself into a pretzel trying to make the Bidens a sympathetic uh, figure. Hunter and Joe, you're trying to make them sympathetic by saying this is about addiction. And that's kind of, I, I doubt that, and, and you're not the only one, the media does that too. I doubt no, that I don't think the media we does. I'm not, I'm not I, hearing it presented that way by others. I, I think I'm offering you something well, that may be wrong, but is rather unique. Well, I, I doubt that um, if we were talking about a Trump kid, you would be trying to make them a sympathetic figure. If, the, if two, it were driven, that, wait, 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 I, I, I promise you can finish. But okay. if, if the if okay. the issue were one of if the issue were, you know, God forbid, one of of Don Jr. or uh, Eric or uh, Ivanka having an addiction issue within their family, I, I hope God hold me accountable. If not, I, I hope I'd be expressing the same thoughts because I'm not coming at this from a partisan direction. I'm coming at it in part because I had the chance to speak to the president's sister. And T.C. got to speak to the president's brother. And I've spoken to Frank about this. I don't want to tell tales out of school, but Frank Francis contacted me within the last month and said, I want to come on your program and talk about addiction. And he hasn't circled back to me, but I expect we're going to have that dialogue. So I, I know firsthand that it impacts this family beyond what I read in the paper. That's all. Okay, They're, they are not sympathetic figures. My other point, of, uh, you mentioned coming off, uh, going to commercial, uh, your last segment, how it's a sad situation. Yeah. Um, and I told your screener this. I think the saddest part of the situation is there's a little girl out there who Joe Biden uh, will not recognize as his granddaughter, Hunter's, Hunter's daughter. I think that's the saddest situation. What must that little girl uh, be thinking that she's not recognized by her grandfather. I read the story today that said, I don't I don't know much about it. I did see the story today. We may have linked to it at Smirconish.com or not. I'm frankly not sure. But I saw the story today about the resolution just coming on the child, uh, uh, the payments per month. What am I trying to say? The child care payments. I don't know enough about it. I mean, I, I'm all for accountability. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. If he doesn't if he doesn't recognize the child in a father-daughter relationship, then it puts Joe in a horrible a horrible position, right? Like what's he supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. You obviously well, have thoughts on it. Do you he, want to express them? Well, he has he has a there is I just know that there's a little girl out there who is not recognized by the president of the United States as being her grandfather. And how right. How damaging that must be to that little girl as she grows and gets older. How damaging that must be. So I, I just have a hard time uh, sympathizing or thinking the, as the Bidens of, of sympathetic figures. They are damaging this little girl. Scott, thank you. I don't know enough about it, but you, you've made your point, and I'm appreciative of your phone call. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hot off the press from Maybelline, New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is where Casey is located. Casey, what did you most want to say? Hey, Mike, thanks for taking my call. I think the whole Hunter Biden addiction uh, narrative is fake and it's phony. I think uh, the White House is using it to take the attention away from Joe Biden's payoffs from China and the Ukraine. And uh, I, 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 have, I have a heart for Hunter Biden's addiction problems. There's no question about it. But I think it's a red herring. But, but when you say you think it's fake, like when you look at those New York Post photos from the laptop and there's a crack pipe and a hooker and he's on a bender, obviously, you don't think that's drummed up, do you? I don't think that's drummed up. I think it's being used as a red herring to take or, the attention I, away because there's, I, apparently there's a, a increasing pressure, oddly uh, enough, from our mainstream media, <clears throat> pardon me, on, on Joe Biden. And so I think that, that they said, look, we got to put this out there. He's got these problems and he's paying, he's atoning for them publicly as a means to take the attention away from Joe Biden. Casey, I'll meet you a quarter of the way by simply saying that I think that the, the so-called, uh, uh, what does Mark say? He doesn't say mainstream media. What, what's his way of expressing it? Uh, uh, um, oh, gosh. Damn it, I can't think of it. I like the way he says it. You, what is it, Dan? I thought I heard Dan so say something. Um, yeah, I don't, okay, whatever it is, whatever it is we're talking about, they've shown no appetite to analyze the Biden family generally, ergo, what happened with the left? L. Come on. We're going to get it. What is it? my tongue. Okay. Damn. Sorry I even went down that road. Casey, but the point is, you're right insofar as the media, as evidenced by the laptop, the 11th hour of the campaign, the lack of coverage, 
they don't have the same level of interest in Biden's scandal, whatever may exist, as compared to Trump's scandal. I'm convinced of that. Dawn, Trenton, New Jersey. Hi. Hi. Okay. Two really quick points. One, Hunter's an adult, uh, and Biden had no control over him. Uh, He's an addict. As an addict, I'm in recovery, so I know if somebody's going to pay me thousands of dollars, uh, I would have taken it back then, right? So I get Hunter, and Biden's just being wrapped up in it. And then you had the other caller who said that Biden needs to uh, go and deal with the granddaughter. We have no idea what's going on with that situation. The mother had the attorneys paid for by the GOP. We don't know if the mother even wants them in her life. So we can't make those assumptions. That's all I had. I think, by the way, good luck with your battle. I think I said at the outset, families are complicated. I, I meant for that to be one of the first things that I would say on this whole issue. I hope I, I said it. And I'm not, I'm not taking a pass on, on the, the child issue. And the, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm brushed up on the legality of uh, the gun charge and the tax charge. I don't know enough about that family dynamic. But things are complicated. I, I don't know, and I'm not going to pre, presuppose. Art, you're in Batesville, Arkansas. Greetings quickly, if you don't mind. Yes, I'd just like to tell you a few facts about Hunter Biden. This is easily provable. He has a daughter, four-year-old daughter, in Batesville, Arkansas. They have been haggling over paternity for the last four years. He has denied paternity. In the last court appearance, about three weeks ago, DNA has proven that Hunter Biden is the father. And to top it all off, he was initially ordered to pay $20,000 a month. Right. And I, I said just reduced to five. I'm not taking issue with what you're saying, but I've, I've made these points. So he is still denying it. How I'm, I'm 81 years old. I have several great grandchildren. I don't understand how a man like Joe Biden can can deny this. This is absolutely the truth. Art, thank you, sir, for thank you for making your point. I'm time constrained or I'd I'd listen to more. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess we saw. Thank you. You have a good day, too. I guess we solved all that, right? Did we? Yeah, I think we did. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. 
Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lift or Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP.